0: Welcome back to London Live. It is a Wednesday afternoon. We've got mild temperatures. Things are feeling a little more optimistic. Days are longer. Look outside. It's not dark yet. That'll come, but it's not dark yet. However, there are some things we always have to make sure that we don't get caught up in too many pairs of rose-colored glasses. There was a report that came from... The public to build the private, the Ford government's hospital privatization scheme from the Ontario Health Coalition today. And it was unveiled and it looked at a few things. It looked at dollar cuts on public hospitals and what that has meant. It looked at funded private for profit hospitals. It looked at action or non-action on profit staffing agencies so the the for profit end of things we've talked about this with nurses going to for profit agencies and what that has meant and the strain that that's put on hospitals and it also looked at the healthcare budget now it looked at it from a number of different perspectives i mean we're talking from napian peterborough All the way to Alliston, down to Niagara Falls, you name it. So there's a big swath of area here. We want to zero in on London. So joining us right now is our good friend Peter Bergmanis from the London Health Coalition. Peter, this announcement today, when we begin to try to digest some of this, do you find things are fairly consistent from one municipality to another? Yeah, frankly,
1: uh, and I will just uh, lead by saying thanks for uh, putting this out there, uh, Mike. Uh, This is very important for our community as well as other communities in Ontario. Uh, In my 25 years of advocacy for the public health care system, I've never seen such uh, shocking revelations of a government systematically plundering their public hospital system so that they can uh, transfer public dollars into the building an unnecessary and a very wasteful and corrupt private tier of health care. And, and they're doing it with our money and they're doing it uh, privately and quietly and not consulting and literally just ignoring uh, the vast majority of what Ontarians need and want. So, uh, yeah, this, the conclusions that we have seen here are, are really breathtaking. The fact that they're privatizing the hospitals as a policy, policy choice. They're stripping of them of tax dollars and the staffing that goes with that. And London's no exception. So, for instance, in the City of London, London Health Sciences Centre and St. Joe's combined probably have about uh, some 30-odd operating theatres. Many do not get to operate uh, full-time and, uh, you know, they're, they're wind down surgeries by about 4 p.m. I know this from my own experience in St. Joe's OR. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, uh, like the majority of hospitals in the province, those two hospitals are running deficits. This is on the tail end of a national, global as well pandemic where we should have been pumping more resources into our hospitals. So I can tell you this, London Health Sciences Center, they have run a deficit that has now exceeded 2,660% over the deficit they had in year 2022. That's unheard of. Meanwhile, Don Mills Surgical Center, a private facility, saw its income from tax dollars go up over 270%. So what does that tell you? It tells you that we've transferred that public money into a private for-profit hospital, St. Joe's. It had its operating budget slashed in half. It's our only public ambulatory day surgery in the city. It should be getting expanded, not having its budget contracted.
0: So when it comes to hospitals, Peter, and we're talking with Peter Bergmanis from the London Health Coalition, when it comes to funding, hospitals have what? Money from the province and fundraising. Is that about it in terms of where they're going to find money from?
1: Pretty much uh, the funder that's the primary single payer system, as we call it, is our government and the taxes we provide. Now, a foundation, what it does for each hospital is a charitable organization and essentially it raises money for capital things like equipment and maybe an expansion of a um, unit or something to that effect. But this is the bricks and mortar side of it as opposed to operations, which are the staffing. And we're in a staffing crisis and this year is even making it worse. We're not funding our public system.
0: So, Peter, obviously, reports like this help to outline using figures and data. But in terms of what happens in order to change this, if not reverse this, what do you look to?
1: Well, it's really beyond time that uh, you know the province and the citizens of Ontario can't just uh, be idle standers by of uh, this situation. We we have to demand accountability from a government that is robbing the public purse blind to finance buddies in their for-profit separate healthcare system, which does nothing for us. So where are the rigorous investigations that we need to benefit the public? We have to examine why are there priority choices being made to favor certain private institutions, which obviously they're not more economical, they're only stripping us of our valuable healthcare care people and resources, and they're doing nothing for the public good. So why are we doing this? We don't have the best system in the country already. We are already underfunding our hospitals, and now we're giving more away? There are some heads that have to roll at Queen's Park, Mike, and this is how we do it.
0: Well, Peter, we thank you for presenting this. If anybody wants a full look at the report, what's the best way to get it?
1: Uh, I would suggest that the Ontario Health Coalition, OHC, website uh, here uh, would be the best option if you wanted to get it online, but uh, I can also be reached. And uh, I can certainly provide copies for folks, too.
0: Okay, and that's at OntarioHealthCoalition.ca. Peter, thanks again for your time today. I
1: thank you, Mike, for helping us out in this important cause.